Hey, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can be for today's trading opportunities. So some, um, again, further bullish markets yesterday, uh, pretty much in line with our expectations. Um, we, the whole market was really waiting for these uh, CPI numbers, which came in. I suppose headline uh, coming in in line with expectations. Uh, core inflation is still proving a little bit on the sticky side. Um, but broadly, there was an initial bearish reaction. Um, we were very much, those of you that were trading live with us during the day, um, you'd be very, very, hopefully you would be very, very well informed in terms of um, how the, the, the actual reasons for this bullish market have not gone away. There's, there's, there's no reason to really start to pivot and start looking for selling opportunities. Now, it took a couple of hours for that to, to play out, but eventually we started to to kick on yet again and um, we're able to make good profits on our US indice uh, trades as a result. So it's a really good example of having an expectation, understanding your analysis and understanding um, what the likely outcome is and being able to, uh, to trade through it. Um, so with all of this in mind, what is a bit of a puzzle is, is the dollar and, and the dollar reaction. Uh, that is not so much in moving in line with expectations. Um, and we've got some big news regarding oil. So let's get straight into it. Then we'll, of course, start with our risk warning. Take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. Um, so as a quick introduction, then, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is very important, of course. Uh, then where do we enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk? What exposure do we adopt? Um, and, and how do we can control that exposure? Trade management, when the market moves in your favor, what decisions can you make in order to make sure that you don't, um, at the very least, give back, you know, significant profits on, on those trades when you, when you, when you, when they do go your way and trade psychology as well. All important features, of course, there's a lot of education on each of these elements uh, in our, um, in our courses. Uh, through our website, but um, we do address these considerations every day in a live trading. So we talk about the psychology of these markets and, and, and risk management and every facet of trading these markets. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. So let's start re with a re review of potential market moving news. So, um, so yesterday, it's worth just taking a little step back, Wednesday the 12th of December. Um, and it was really all about CPI numbers coming in in line and broadly headline year on year coming in in line with expectations. Um, month over month coming in slightly above expectations and core CPI um, higher than previous month, uh, but in line with expectations. So we're talking about there's only really a 10 basis point differential across all these figures. So for argument's sake, we can basically say that, and with the forecast, the forecast is really what these markets price in. So the question was, was there anything significant in this CPI number to change the view? And we didn't think there was. Um, and we were proven correct over time, but the first few hours were certainly um, really, there was a really, really strong bearish corrective move um, attached to these markets. 
um, which slowly began to unwind. Um, again, the only reason for our, our upside bias is um, is the, the market are interpreting all of these events as being um, very bullish in nature, but directly linked to um, central bank rate pivots and, and beginning to lower rates. Now, we think that that position fundamentally is probably incorrect, but you can't deny the, the real bullish element to these markets. So we're, we're basically trading what we're seeing and not really trading what we necessarily think. And that's an important phase for, for traders. Um, I suppose at this point, it's probably worth looking at what's happening with these uh, bond yields. They're rolling up. We've got um, so over the the longer yield curve. This is beginning to roll over to the downside, which is really quite supportive of this upside move. Uh, in the equity markets for now. Um, and, and I suppose this is very much a, a time sensitive thing with the fact that we're closing out the calendar year, the fact that last month we had a really, really bullish um, market condition and we're very likely to get continuation this month. And, th and that's pretty much what we're seeing. So we can refer to it as the Christmas uh, Santa Claus rally. Um, uh, sometimes we quite often see um, that perhaps Wall Street are very eager to make sure they pay themselves well for the calendar year. So there's additional motivation um, for equity prices to continue higher, perhaps against the, the overall backdrop, but nonetheless, um, you, you can't deny the, the continuing momentum that, that are driving these markets higher. It's very, very impressive. The resilience uh, in those markets are, you, you've got to, you got to say well done you know they're, they're committed they're continuing to to even not let these markets roll over to the downside to any great extent even so very impressive and um, so today now we're looking at gdp numbers so we've got uk gdp um actually coming in much worse than expected in fact all the figures out in the, U the uk this morning are coming in much well, let's just say worse than expected. Um, so not really a good backdrop for uh, for the UK. And we'll have a look at the pound and the pound is continuing to kind of roll over to the downside now again. So, so now we've got, we're not done for the week by any stretch. In fact, major, two major news events today and then, um, then we, we've got, we're going to be hearing from the Swiss National Bank tomorrow. We're going to be hearing from the, the Bank of England. Uh, we've got US retail sales numbers, unemployment claims numbers. We've got an ECB press conference. Just uh, Sorry, we've got the, um, yeah, okay. So, sorry, we've got the ECB as well. So actually we've got 
Swiss National Bank tomorrow, the BOE and the um, the ECB all tomorrow. And then we, we're going to finish the day with um, the ECB press conference. And then that's not it. Even then, we've still got pretty important um, manufacturing and services numbers uh, coming out across Europe, UK, US. Um, and we'll see how those sectors are performing. Um, not too well by the looks of it. So really, we have heightened um, uh, market responses in some areas, but some headwinds are, are, are threats, perhaps building in other areas. And um, you're probably sick of all the analysis around these market conditions. Uh, but for us, we're really looking to, to trade what we see and, um, and we're waiting for things to actually change the narrative because that doesn't look like that's the case just yet. Okay, um, so on that note, um, let's look at these charts and we'll see what they're doing. So straight away, US indices are um, looking really, really quite positive. And we're going to continue to stick with those trades for as long as we've already booked in profit on the NASDAQ, we can move our stop loss up again now and book in more profit on the trade. We're up at these elevated levels. So we're close to a 3% return on this trade, um, which under the circumstances where we're not too displeased with. Now, what's been, we've not really seen that major follow through elsewhere. So, On the European side, the FTSE, um, yesterday, well, let's go back, let's go back to, um, to Monday, uh, strong selling, and then that reversed. Yesterday, strong buying, and that reversed. And now today, what well, we are sitting above that 200 period moving average, but the, the, the data out of the UK is not, is not great. Sitting up at these highs. So um, even yesterday, again, we achieved a new all-time high in the DAX. Um, it feels a bit sort of counterintuitive for the DAX to be forming so well. It feels a bit counterintuitive for all of these industry markets to be performing so well. Um, but that is what, what we're seeing. Um, yesterday across the Nikkei, we saw some selling. So this is a lot of sort of noise, a lot of sideways moving price action for the Nikkei. So we're not too, we're not too eager. And just to comment on Bitcoin, we rolled over there on Monday to the downside. The, it looks like we'll probably get further downside moves from here, but um, it's its own ecosystem, isn't it? Um, Bitcoin. So some major news regarding uh, US oil. Um, so COP28 seemed to be putting together some sort of um, phasing out of fossil fuels. Um, we're going to get the details over the course of the trading day. Um, the initial market response, as we can see, is uh, is quite bearish for U.S. oil. Instinctively, we'd like to be selling this. From a technical perspective, we'd love to be selling it. Um, it's just our, our position is to, this has been to, to kind of look for buying opportunities, not necessarily selling opportunities. But then these demand numbers keep coming through and they keep disappointing, so it keeps rolling over. And now we've got COP28. There is an initial, um, I suppose, negativity behind um, energy prices. And look at look at this. 
look at these lows down here. Uh, this is an important level. So it does have decisions to make around $76, or sorry, $67, and currently at $68. So even now, it doesn't really represent a, a great quality trade to the downside, although we'll probably edge a little bit lower. So um, with winter approaching, we're expecting demand to sort of tick higher, and uh, the global demand seems to be still quite diminished, even though OPEC Plus are still continuing to uh, to assert these supply cuts. And there's some doubt anyway that, that OPEC Plus will achieve those supply cuts, but they're currently cutting supply. So again, all of these things are ultimately really quite bullish for oil, but we're not seeing that bullish move yet. Um, gold, rolling over to the downside off the highs, coming into some support. Um, we, we'd probably like this market to just squeeze a little bit lower and, and then we might be able to look at some buy trades. So the, the, the market that's been sort of puzzling us the most really has been the dollar. So we've not really had any kind of significant response. We were looking for the bullish move yesterday and uh, it was it was pretty tame. Uh, we, were, we rallied up to CPI, then we pulled back off the highs. Now, at one point, it looked like we were going to start turning bearish across the board, and today we've opened up and it's looking a little bit weaker. But um, I suppose still at this point, and again, we were looking at the pound dollar to the upside, and it, and it failed to, to make make that progress. Today now, with the um, economic data, it's looking weaker. So the dollar strength today now against the, 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 the yen, um, the Swiss had made some some had some gains yesterday. Um, we're in this little two, four, six, seven day sideways pattern in U.S. oil. The problem, the problem really with the CAD is the fact that lowering oil prices are making it a difficult trade. The dollar Swiss, a decent move yesterday for the Swiss against the dollar. Um, and, and in some of these other markets, we started to see that the, the dollar actually look quite threatening. So will we get a further leg to the downside? That's that's the question we have now. We're already seeing a little bit of downside move in the in the New Zealand dollar. The problem with the New Zealand dollar is we, we kind of expect further downside anyway before we start to rally. So it was beginning to rally yesterday in kind of the middle of nowhere. So it didn't really fit into our view as such. So the euro beginning to rally against the pound. This is only just really pulling back. So, um, and then the yen. The yen's an interesting one. So there's weakness against the pound, not so much against the euro and the yen. Um, not really getting any follow through at all from... Uh, what was last Friday's, no, last Thursday's really, really strong spike. It was a 700 pip round journey um, on last Thursday. So really, really massive. Okay, so um, so this is what we're dealing with. Um, we're going to continue to look for further upside unless something significant changes. Uh, the, the dollar is a strange one. We don't really have much to work with as far as the dollar is concerned. Um, we just got to be, 
we're a little bit tentative. So yesterday we were focusing on further risk on market conditions uh, and the US indices were expecting to continue higher and they did. Although there was a little blip in the middle of the day there. Um, so Right, we just want to make it sort of clear. Tonight we have FOMC, 7 o'clock. We're going to get a bit of a strong market response regardless. And uh, we can probably expect, you know, prices to continue up. Um, the Fed do have a big, bit of a tough decision to make. Will they, will they stick to their narrative? They, they probably will. Um, the markets are pretty much ignoring their, nar their narrative. And they have been for quite some time. The Fed of saying that we need to stay higher for longer. The market doesn't agree. They don't think they will be staying higher for longer. So we've got this kind of dynamic playing out. Um, so we were a bit tentative yesterday. We we didn't really like the the yen. Um, and ultimately, we we don't like the the dollar. So we can look for further US indices strength again, just in the build up to the FOMC. So we're very likely to book profits. If you're trading US indices, it would be a good idea to look to book in profits today uh, at some point. Uh, so yesterday was about CPI. So today we have US PPI not likely to do to, um, to move the dial too much. So there's no doubt about it, not so much PPI, but FOMC tonight is likely to, to cause significant volatility. So again, you know, have a focus on risk management and, and do consider your exposure and try not to take those frivolous trades, which are so common, um, where you just want to throw something into the markets. Um, the likeliest outcome is that you will get chopped up. Sorry there, guys. I've been talking away and I've just realized I got disconnected from the broadcast. Um, so I'm not sure how much of that you heard. Um, I was just, we went through all the markets and we're, we're discussing our trade plan in detail. Um, I, I do apologize about that, guys. Um, what, what you see up on the screen and what I'm posting into the chat box is ultimately our trade plan for the day. Um, 
which is, in terms of a summary, we, we, we're probably likely to see a marginal further risk on market conditions expected, but broadly up until the FOMC later tonight. Um, and really, what's going to primarily get our focus, because we've got a few areas of this markets which are presenting a bit of a question mark, uh, namely the, the US dollar. We don't really have a bit of a handle on that US dollar uh, trade at all. Um, so we can step back from it. The yen is, is certainly in the process of kind of pulling back, really not seeing any kind of momentum or follow through to the downside uh, for the dollar yen, pound yen and euro yen. Um, so do please note, uh, today we do have US PPI numbers. So yesterday was consumer price index. Today is producer price index. So we're looking at input costs. Are they now going up or down? And um, that will have an impact on consumer price index numbers moving forward, but a fairly limited amount. And then we've also got FOMC later on this afternoon, uh, which will, is very likely to cause significant volatility. So we're only sticking with this risk on sort of narrative really up until the FOMC this evening. So we're looking to book in profits on our US industry trades. All right, guys, um, I apologize about getting disconnected. I'm not sure how long I was disconnected for or you couldn't see our screen or hear from me. Um, I hope it wasn't too long. We'll find out once we finish the broadcast, unfortunately. So uh, um, apologies for that. So this is the major narrative. Currently, we're in this rate pivot narrative going into FOMC this evening. You know, this narrative could really shift later on. So do bear that in mind. Um, you don't want to get caught. You don't want to give back, you know, huge profits going into this event now later on today. Great stuff. On that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. Um, apologies for the technical difficulties there um, earlier. And we look we look forward to seeing you next time. If you are interested in learning how to trade the financial markets, you, you're very welcome to join us and access one of our uh, discounted live trading education bundles on our website. And that starts from $59 for calendar month. For more information, just go to thelivetrading.com and uh, feel free to connect with us there through our website. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now.